Black Arts Cinema Podcast coming back at you. Oh, yeah. It's me, Fletcher, joining me as always. Me. Mr. Whitehead. Which feathers are you before we name the movie? Okay. Um, I've, I actually thought about this uh, during the movie and well after the movie. Uh, I want to be White Wings. Okay. I'll be Black Wings. I don't care. Yeah. I was down with either, but uh, what movie did we watch, Mr. Whitehead? We watched... Dun, 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 dun. Dead or Alive 2, Birds. Birds. Um, now, if you guys have been keeping up with the podcast, you would know that I was highly agitated and upset at the end of the first movie. I love the second movie. It was really... It was so nice. It was... Wholesome. Wholesome. Fritz Kosh, you might Sweet. Film. It was even sweet at times. Yeah. Like like saccharin sweet. Like, like I think we even did a tally. The only obscene thing happened was uh, a dead woman got fucked a little bit by a gang and possibly. Well, didn't. we don't know if she was dead. I it, guess we if don't. she was dead, but she wasn't making noise. She was at least shot a couple times. She just wasn't making noise, and they did that hard cut to. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy, the other, there was two people humping, and so they might have either that other guy was either humping the air. Or just fucking her into bullet, it to or, fuck with her, or fucking a bullet hole is what I said possibly, or fucking the dead guy. Yeah, it was a, and yeah. then there was a play that was a, a little obscene. A little, yeah, a little raunchy, a little raunchy for a kid's play. But other than that, I was catching a lot of uh, John Woo's The Killer vibes off of this one, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Fair to say, you think? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree. We want to go plot in this one. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have to a little yeah, bit. A little bit. We don't have to hit every beat. Uh, because it wasn't super complicated. No, really. it was a uh, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of their name because they they had the what the first they had the same first name. Uh, I think the thing was with that is he was using a fake name when he was killing Black Wings. I'm gonna pull their names up real quick. He stole his first name and their buddy's last name. That was the Fisherman. That was like his. Oh, okay. Because I know one of them was Shu. Yeah, hang on, let me pull it back up. Sorry. We're dumb. I know the fisherman's name was Suichi because we got a we got a nice screamed uh, so like bike riding scream Suichi. Hang on, let me pull up the names here real quick. Uh, the cop from the first one was Mizuki, and yeah. then Mizuki and Shu. Yeah, Shu Shuichi, but they just called him Shu. Yeah, you're right. Shu was a fisher. No, Shu was a uh, Black Wings. Black Wings. Okay, the Yakuza from the first one. Okay, then now I don't know why that guy was on the bicycle screaming Suichi, unless he found out. Or his about. name was, the, the other friend, the third friend was Koei. Koei? Okay, yeah. okay. I think uh, I think you're thinking about our joke from uh, Spiral or whatever we watched. No, no. Uh, the the, the ball-headed guy in the with the red jumpsuit, there's a scene of him on a bicycle Screaming Suichi's name. Oh, that's his whole name, but they just kept calling him Shu otherwise for the movie. Sorry. Yeah. Black Wings' whole name was Suichi, yeah. Yeah. But they kept calling him Shu just through the whole movie. Well, the- for short, for some reason. Okay. That, yeah. That was, I didn't know why they did that. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. And he's credited as Suichi, but they just kept calling him Shu the whole movie. She's fine or Black Wings. We'll go with Shu Wings. Shu Wings. Shu Wings. Um, but no, okay. You you wanna you wanna tell the beginning, uh, yeah, or pr- kind of the, I guess the beginning premise. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, sorry, uh, 
Mizuki gets assigned to do a kill because they're both hitmen in this by one. a magician. Yeah, by a weird bartending <laughs> magician who I guess is his contact for contracts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I took him as. Um, he goes and his thing is he likes to snipe people, and he's about to kill the target, and uh, Suichi comes out of nowhere and starts. Just fucking everyone up with a handgun. Oh, he, he he was in the gang. He, he was in the gang. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, it was like a whole like twenty motherfuckers got out of cars and were walking to some meeting, and he yeah he's gonna go take a shot. Then the dude behind the main guy just fucking pulled his gun and, and shot him in the back of the head. Yeah, then proceeded to gun down like the rest of the people, which I thought like damn no one no one's pulling their no one's pulling their shit and retire trying to retaliate like. It's not like he did it real fast. I mean, he did it fast, but it wasn't like lightning fast. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh... Like I had enough time to watch four dudes in front of me just get shot, and I didn't pull. Yeah, I deserve. I deserved the bullet. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, like you said he was quick, but he wasn't like uh, that alley scene in Collateral quick. Yeah, where those two dudes had guns on him or whatever. Yeah, but uh, but he fucking got out of there, and. Uh, Mizuki's just like goes back to his boy and's like, yeah, I did the kill. I want to take the money. Yeah, well, he also re- he he like had a like, yeah he, he saw his, he saw his face and like had this weird like memory of like this, what of childhood. Yeah, it was, yeah, and uh, but yeah, then he claims he made made the kill and took the uh, three million yen that he got for it. Yeah, but he totally didn't. And I thought that was going to end up coming back on him, but it kind of it didn't. really didn't. They, everyone was just after Shu at that point. Yeah, I guess because someone must have witnessed him because he was in the papers later. Yeah. I never quite understood who witnessed him, though, but I, he did do it in broad daylight on the street. There were women. They're right. There was, there was some bitches showing up. Yeah. You're right. No, 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 don't call them bitches, Fletcher. Those were prostitutes, I thought. Whatever. <laughs> they were back alley women. Let's agree with that. Whatever. I stand by what I said. Okay. Yeah, misogynistic Fletcher. That's right. <sighs> it's a cri- they're criminals because they're prostitutes. Well, technically, yeah, but I meant like the context of the story. It's a criminal underworld. That's what they would call them. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um. So he recognizes him, and he's like, "Hey, was that my friend from the orphanage?" Doesn't confirm it for a little bit. Ghost and inf- information guy that we. We never figured out if that he was in that scene later, did we? I swear that was he gets killed. They just didn't show that guy quick enough. If that one guy that got killed was him, they didn't focus on it too much. Yeah, I just assume everyone in that later warehouse scene got got. Oh yeah, except for maybe like two or three people. Yeah, like, but we'll get to that. But this is where the movie becomes super wholesome because. Mizuki figures out, like, hey, what's this guy's name? I don't know who the other hitter was. And he tells me, he's like, and even his information guy's like, isn't that your first name? And he was like, yeah, this motherfucker's using a fake name. He's like, and it happens to be our other friend from the orphanage is the last name. Totally got to be him. Hops a trolley, gets some noodles. He does get pursued by the Yakuza because he took that money. He does. The Yakuza So, so he, he had a reason to run. But everyone was just after shoe later on. Like it's it's almost like the Yakuza was like, man, whatever, that guy got away. You Pulled know. a first forty eight. Like, well, we're not getting that guy. Yeah, like yeah, it was all sh- all the attention was on shoe. Yeah, and which some, was odd. Yeah, and I guess the police were after him too. 
for it being in the paper. Yeah. Um, but I guess technically the police wouldn't know Mizuki had done anything wrong at that point either. Yeah, it's not only like, the accuser. Yeah, it's not like the accuser could go to the police and be like, "Hey, man, you killed fucking three, three, he said he did three it, million he did it. yen. He took three million yen. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't complete a fucking contract for us. Meh, meh. But uh, he get, he hops on a, a trolley to go back to the island that they were from. And uh, he tells a story about how they always ate noodles the same way with tofu. Like they eat the noodles, eat the noodles drink the, the juice, and then eat the tofu last. Yeah. And, and the whole time he's explaining it, he he had just missed Shu. Shu had gotten his his uh, his udon noodles and had already rounded the corner past him. Which was a nice callback, I thought, to the first one. Yeah. There's that scene where they both just like cross each other in an alley, turn a corner. Yeah, and I guess they, did, they neither one of them realized it. Yeah, that, it, it, that that's the guy I'm after as a cop and vice versa. That that's going to be my enemy as a Yakuza, or half Chinese, half Japanese gang member that can't get in the Yakuza but will work with the Taiwanese. Yeah. Um, which was just a nice little thing, I thought. They yeah, that they were both eating their noodles the same way. And I forget when they actually... Oh, no, I guess it's once they get to the island, he confronts them. Yeah, Mizuki. Mizuki, yeah. Hey, it's you, right, man? Like, totally just like you would meet an old friend. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, I don't know if you were thinking this, I didn't say it when we were watching it. I thought, like, maybe uh, Suichi was going to be like, no, fuck that. Don't come at me like that. I thought he was going to be super, like, don't address me. We're professional killers. Well, as soon as he said, hey, I saw you do it, I kind of had a feeling like, ooh, what if he pulls a gun? Because we do, like, when they see each other, we do get this weird, like, flash forward. And the way they play that flash forward, it makes it look like they're shooting each other. Yeah. And, um... We got subverted. Yeah, we got subverted. And then that's what led me to believe, that, oh, shit, he's, like, Shoe's about to pull his fucking gun. And they're about to have a fucking problem. Yeah. But not the but case. Yeah, not the case. They uh, Then the movie turns into this very wholesome, like, hey, we're reliving our childhood. Uh, then they go and they immediately go and find their uh, co-ay. Who, was, who would become a fisherman, said he was probably going to become a fisherman when they were kids. Yeah. He, his family was local when he was getting adopted. And uh, they're just fucking down to hang for a minute. Oh, dude, they go to the play, They go to the playground they used to play on. They, the, the prick poles. They go to the prickly poles because they figured out, oh, hey, rubbing going up and down the pole make, like feels good on my penis. Yeah. <laughs> and they figured that out, and they did it again. And they're like, I don't know. it's they, Rolling, hanging out in the monkey bar, or the... What were those called on the playground? Those, like, three bars. One was real high. Uh, just, like, pull-up bars? Yeah, like, the pull-up bars. Yeah, they're just having fun on that. They play a fucking game of kickball with some kids or some shit. Then they're playing in the rain. Yeah. Like, and it's just them. Having like, the most wholesome time. Yeah, it's like they all just reverted back to their childhood selves. And it was kind of refreshing compared to the just the grittiness of the first one. Yeah, like... First one's definitely more balls to the walls overall. Oh yeah, like out the gate though. Yeah, like the whole time. But this was, like I said, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, like, seeing them like interact and like relive their childhood and shit, and everyone. And it's not like just one of them's having fun. Fishermen's having. They're all time. having fun. It's yeah. It's like no time has gone by. Yeah, like they're just having a ball. Even fishermen's like, come over for dinner. And he's like, oh yeah, you remember that other little girl in the, in the, the orphanage? Orphanage married her, pregnant. Boom. Yeah. He's like, gonna have a baby soon. And they're just like, oh my fucking God, that is you. Yeah. To his wife. And the wife's like, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like, everyone just having a good dinner. 
but while they're having their nice little reunion, Shu's face has already hit the paper. Yeah. Um, which the wife figures it out later. Yeah. But never says a fucking thing about it. Which was really nice. Yeah. she did. I guess she did not want to ruin their moment. Their moment, because uh, I guess everyone was happy and having fun. Because I was kind of waiting for that to happen, too. Like, her confront her husband, like, your friend's a murderer. And then I was waiting for her to find out the other one was also a contract killer. But she never dresses that ever again, which is kind of nice, too. Yeah, see, I always thought the Yakuza... We're going to catch or, up to him. Yeah, would come up too. and shatter the nice piece of that little island they used to live on. I thought that's what was going to happen because I kept telling Fletcher. We're going to see that pregnant something, woman. Yeah, like something, something horrible has to happen. So I was, my first thought was, ooh, they're going to shoot this pregnant lady. And then I thought back to the first one when they shot that guy in the beginning and shot the noodles. Like shot him in the back with a shotgun and the noodles, noodles flew out. And I was like, oh, my God, what if they recreate this scene but with the fucking – like a – like baby a, flying a dead out. fetus, and I was like, "Oh my god, I could see him doing it." And I was just expecting it, and it never happened. He got us again, old Takashi Mike. Yeah, and um, they decide to team up. Yeah, like they throw a play for the kids. They kind of hang around. It was weird seeing the guy that played uh, Suichi smile. By the way, his style in this one, uh, fucking, what'd you call him? Less, we less Jotaro Kujo, more. I don't professional well, hitman. There's one know. point where he's just wearing white, and I, I said white, a white king, and you were like, "Yeah, he's a debonair as shit in this one." Oh yeah, I forgot about that sweet ass white uh, leisure type le- walking leisure. around. Yeah, that was a nice little cat. Like it looked like the most. It was kind of a suit, but not like the most casual form of a suit. Yeah, like it was a beach suit or something. Yeah, and but him starting to cheese and like. It, it was weird. Because uh, the first one. Yeah, he's just stone-faced, angry all the fucking time. Even around his family and friends, he's still just... Mm. He's hard as fuck in the first one. Which, I mean, he was hard as fuck in this one, too. Oh, yeah. Just but he, do, he, he does open up, because Mizuki is the more vocal of the two. Mizuki's yeah. kind of a goofball. Yeah, like, it was nice seeing them play completely drastically different characters to their first two. Yeah. Like, th- yes, they're, one was a criminal in the first one. They're criminal in, both criminals in this one. But the detective was, he was so animated in this one, it kind of, I kind of kept forgetting he's a detective in the first one. Oh, he also had frosted fucking tips in this one. <laughs> yeah, and loved his little sunglasses, his little sneakers. Uh, his Hawaiian shirt and shit. Yeah, and like, looking like a little late 90s rave motherfucker. Yeah. But just like, hey, like so excited about it. Yeah, it was really nice to see the, the I guess, I guess Takashi Mike allowed them to open up. Yeah, and just I guess when he wrote it, two different, vastly different characters from what they're playing in the first one. Yeah, um, but I think like by before they team up and leave, or by the time they're teaming up to leave, like get off the island and go do contract work. Um, at that point, like they've already like they're showing pictures of shoe on the news and shit. Like it, yeah, and people on the island are. Uh, have either they ha- some of them have probably already found out at this point, so yeah. they're just like, yeah, we got we got to bounce. Um, yeah, we also find out Shu is sick. With, yeah, with something they they kept that super vague. Yeah, he just uh just coughs up blood now and again. Yeah, because the first time I did it, I thought, oh shit, the Yakuza are here and he's taking a bullet, but was able to kill the kill him. 
or kill whoever, like the one guy that found him. So maybe buy him some time, and he's trying to just walk around with with a bullet wound. But no, it's just I had thought he had killed that old orphanage caretaker runner. Yeah, and then that was not the case either. Yeah, because you see him like walk past because the their old caretaker was severely burned, so he's like an invalid. Like a bedridden invalid at this point. Yeah, it, it was gross, his level of burn. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. But I guess he was at least trying to save a kid that he thought was in a burning building. That totally wasn't. Yeah, so he kind of got burnt for nothing. Yeah. Because I was waiting for them to be like, oh, he was actually secretly a piece of shit, the caretaker. But that never happened either. No. Um, um, really, the only bad thing we see the caretaker as a character do is all just Mizuki's grief-stricken mind hallucinating it. Yeah, as a kid. Which at first I thought, holy fuck, is that dude just really there? Because I didn't realize it was, I thought it was some random dude. Then I re- eventually put it together. I was like, oh shit, that was the, that's the caretaker. I'm dumb. So I didn't bring it up. Oh, no, you're cool. <laughs> we were watching it because I was like, oh damn. I don't want to seem like a dummy. I, I do remember you asking who that guy was. And I said, like, I think it's the caretaker. Because I wasn't 100% sure at that point either. Yeah. But then it was just a grief-stricken child's mind. Mizuki has, I guess, in a sense, is the child the more tragic story he gets adopted and he shows up and his adopted father who was a painter who did really good paintings apparently i took it he was there for like maybe a week or two. Oh, i took it as like he's just showing up then and that was what he walked well no nah, because he was no nah, because he was coming home from school oh yeah you're right he wasn't so he'd had to been there for at least I, a little bit i assumed either to like Three weeks to a month or two, like I don't know, long enough to short term be able to casually come home, kick your shoes off, and be like, "Hey, where's everybody at?" And uh, he just had killed himself, right? I was waiting for there to be yeah, a murder. Yeah, he, 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 he gets adopted by a wife or a couple that have a child. I have a little girl, and so they adopt uh, Mizuki. Uh, Mizuki's coming home from school, and he doesn't realize that the mother and daughter have died in a fatal car accident well the father knew and had enough time to know it where he just went upstairs and fucking cut his throat yeah cut his own throat and is laying in a pool of his own blood and mizuki comes home and he's just like dude i am so sorry he's like i would not have adopted you if i knew this was gonna happen yeah he was like this is not like my bad man which i I was like this is a fucking strange scene like yeah which i get it like it's kind of rough telling a kid, I wish I, I would never have adopted you if I knew, man. Yeah, but it's like, even little kid Mizuki was like, well, I don't expect you to know the future, motherfucker, but... Yeah. And I know you're grief-stricken, but damn, now I'm an orphan again. Yeah, and this guy's got, like, Max, like, he had a minute or, minute and a half to get that out before he just fucking killed over, killed dead. over died. Because he was like, he pulls his hand away from his neck, and he's like, Look, the blood stopped. Yeah. And then just fucking slowly falls over. And it's just like, holy shit. And then, like, a cabinet door opens up and the caretaker's there spouting something about the guy going to hell. Because you can't go to heaven if you die. Yeah. If you kill yourself, excuse me. And then, like, he w- kind of just walks Mizuki back out of the house. And I was like, what? And then my, my dumb brain put it together like, oh, he's... He's having a traumatic hallucination right From now. Grief, yeah, and like, shock probably. Yeah, shock of seeing your because ha- I guess he liked him. Yeah, newly adopted he, dad. Yeah, because the dad was a painter and Mizuki liked to paint or draw. You know, all, yeah, he was just a little artist. 
Yeah, and I, I was waiting for some twist that Mizuki killed him or some shit. Yeah. And that no, never happened. Not the case. Um, and he, Mizuki had been writing letters to the orphanage, and he quit writing letters after that happened, obviously, because he was like, now I'm an orphan again. And Shu was just like, shit, I left the orphanage. Once your letters stopped coming, man, I kind of ended up having the same path as you, just wandering, yeah. eventually becoming a contract killer. Small world. Well, Mizuki was the killer, and or was the contract killer, uh, Shu, I guess, was just part of the uh, oh, I took triads. It, well, I took it as he like infiltrated and killed because he's like, you stole my kill at the beginning. Well, no, Mizuki was hired by the Yakuza to take out the triads boss. And Shu was... Yeah, I'm assuming Shu infiltrated and capped him. No, Shu was just in the game. He was just in the oh, triads. Oh, okay, I took it as he was a competitor that just got the drop on it no no because he explains it later on uh he was like i um he said he got blacked out and he said next thing he knew he was standing there with an standing there with a gun and he'd already like because i guess he knew he was gonna die and was feeling i guess had a you know moral quandary conscience conscience or crisis of conscience or something yeah and then just because he knew yeah because he knew these were bad people and i guess he didn't want to do he didn't want to do that anymore and he because he said something about like trying to get out, and I guess his bo- his his brain was like, "Just go on autopilot, buddy. I'll take care of the rest." And he just subconsciously shot everybody. Well, on the thing on pulpit said there, and it says it here, there are two contract killers that cross paths. Because that was the thing I remember you saying, "Oh, sweet, they're both hitman." I just took it that he was a better hitman, he get closer to his targets. Because that's what it said on pulp. Well, if he was a hitman, why do you have to black out to sh- kill everybody? I think he blacked out from being sick. Is how I took that. Well, I mean, he didn't. I, I say black out. He didn't really black out because he immediately murdered like fourteen motherfuckers. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like he infiltrated the gang to do a hit. I that's did, how I, I took it. Cause I, was, that's not how I took it. I took it as he was just in the gang and then realized like, oh shit, I'm a no. Yeah, I took I'm it doing as he was bad straight shit. up a contract killer too because he would talk about getting paid to kill later on. And yeah, I, do, I just I just assume that's something that happens when you're in a gang. You get paid to go kill people. Well, maybe rival gangs, but... Yeah. Either way, though, I mean, the description said they were both contract killers. That's why I was going with that. Oh, well, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Now nah, I've forgotten where we were at. Uh, what were we talking about right before that? Oh, Mizuki, and then him going off, and then I said, oh, and then we both become contract killers. Oh, they both yeah. wandered along. Yeah. Well, either way, Mizuki's like, "Hey, by the way, because you see him deposit all that money, that three million in the beginning, and he like looks up at the camera and smiles at the ATM, and uh, I just assumed he'd put it in his bank, bank. But then he explains, he's like, "Oh no, I donated all of that money, that three million yen. to like uh, vaccine research, I guess shit for kids, medicine for kids." They kept intercutting Africa because I just assumed he was giving it to third world vaccination programs. Yeah, which is very honorable. And he's like, "Hey, let's go back to let's go back to mainland Japan and let's let's just let's let's do hits and donate all that money to better the world. Let's kill one man and help a thousand little kids." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do that." And they do. I don't really know who they hook up with because they they were a little vague on that because I was like, well, they're getting paid because they're getting money, 
but they're not really saying who's paying them to kill the fuck ton of these gangsters. Yeah, they just go up to some dudes squatting around with fireworks, and they're just like, how the fuck did you find us? What the fuck do you want? And they tell them, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're pretty good you know, contract killers. And he's like, all right. So they just start doing hits. Um, and Mizuki's the the far snipe man, and Shu's the up-close personal man with a forty-five. Yeah, and... and uh, Yeah, there's oh that that whole little montage. I, yeah, I guess you can call it a montage of them just doing hits. Like it's pretty, they're pretty slick. Yeah, they were fucking up people. Um, and then eventually it shows them like they they did a hit and they met back up and they're walking down the street. And they see a uh, guy with a telescope, and uh, I guess it's I guess it like a lot of time had went by because that comet goes by a few times through the movie. A few times through the movie, so because they see it at. They see it when they're spending the night at Koei's house. Yeah, and they're hanging out, having drinks after dinner. Yeah, they see it then. So I assume, like, maybe a couple years of them doing the, like, you know, doing all these, like, charity hits. It's like, yeah, that's the only way to describe it. Uh, UNICEF hits. Yeah, they notice that, oh, shit, that guy's looking at that comet, and then they revert to little children. Oh, they also grew wings. Yeah. Right before that, before they met up, and it was really cool. Mizukis are white and shoes are black. Yeah, and then they see the guy with the telescope, and they like revert to their little kid forms. They still have the wings, and the and they're like gun briefcases, <laughs> and they're just like have just wandering around, but they're little kids, and it's it's so odd too because they're just like well later to the telescope guys. I was waiting for him to be like, holy shit, y'all are kids now. Yeah. Y'all were just adults talking to me about the comment a second ago. I think that guy had a lot of shit going on because uh, after they leave, he starts crying. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I want to know more about that guy. Yeah, he was like, "Oh shit, the, I, I'm I'm watching a a comic go by, and these two strangers have I guess brought you know are talking about it with me. Better start crying like one single tear. Like I, he he had, he had, he probably had some shit going on. Yeah, something was up with him. Yeah. Um. Well, then eventually people catch on that they're doing these, who's doing these hits. Yeah, and I, I took it as the Yakuza. Hired this mini Backstreet Boy hit crew. Yeah, because, um... okay, yeah, what we forgot, while they were on the island, we get probably the biggest action scene oh, of yeah. the entire movie. Uh, they're doing a little, like Fletcher brought up, that perverted little play they did. Uh, that's interspliced with uh, the Yakuza, I guess, running up on the triads. And fucking them up. Or maybe I mean, they're both getting fucked up pretty bad. Like, it, Yeah, it's just a fucking massacre yeah, of proportions. I don't even know how many dudes die, would have died of that because it was. They were all. Both sides were running deep. Yeah. It was like the Yakuza ran up on the main. Their main base. And just. Pistols and fucking machetes. Yeah. Um, and everyone just dukes it out. Yeah, and it's pretty raw. Like yeah, it, that- it could have been raw because, but they kept cutting back and forth between the play and that. And I thought that was going to have some weird, crazy consequence for our main characters. Not at all. No, I kind of thought it would actually be a solution, in a sense. Yeah, because most of the, both sides are got murdered viciously. So who the fuck's looking for him now? Besides yeah, the police, the police for uh, shoe for shoe. Yeah, now like Mizuki's probably clear. 
Yeah, that like, three mil, like he's fine. Yeah, because even if they do remember, they did lose a fuck ton of people, so it's not like either side could. Ha- they're gonna have bigger problems than these two for the time being. Or yeah, one. they do, well, they, they're gonna have recruitment problems. Yeah, because it's like and numbers problems. Yeah, gotta have people for a gang. Yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, then you get the the charity hit montage. Yeah, the charity hit montage, and then. You you also get like Shub getting sick, sicker. Yeah, but he's covering, he's cleaning it up every time it happens. Yeah, he's keeping well, unless it I guess in public where Bazooki wouldn't see it. Yeah, he's keeping it from Bazooki is the point. Yeah, but they're like casing out a hit, and then he and he looks vis- visibly fucked up, and then he he just runs off off the corner. Like, they're on a roof, and I guess he's just trying to like go behind somewhere and puke. But he doesn't make it. He doesn't make it, and Mizuki's just like, what the fuck? Let's go to a doctor, bro. Yeah, he's like, dude, right now. And there's also, two kind of a red herring. At one point, they show just a little man walking on stilts, and we're like, okay, that's weird. And Oh, God. I guess that was just a lead-up for the the other group of hip, the, the group at the the three the boy musketeers, band yeah. Because then the next time you see that little man, he just gets accosted by these three other hitmen that I'm assuming were hired by the Yakuza or Triads or maybe everyone because everyone's getting killed. Uh, For some three... reason, I was thinking it was it was it was the Yakuza. Yeah. Well, at that point, they were killing everyone, so I don't know who hired those three hitmen. That yeah. was unclear to me because they were gunning down everybody. Yeah. So I don't know if just one guy was scared he was going to be next. And hired them. But anyways, they confront this little man we had seen walking on stilts in a business suit. They won't talk to him, but they have cell phones. And you come to find out, they're just asking, are you doing the hits, little man? And he's like, no. Oh, yeah. He also They also show this little man a picture of a dude that just recently got killed. And it's a dude's headshot because he was like a top escort. Because, um, of course, like my major gripe with the first movie, we got... Just the most, the weirdest, like, cartoonish ass pull I've ever seen. We do get, like, a f- snippets of that throughout this movie. Because, like, at one point early on when Mizuki's trying to dodge the Yakuza for that $3 million, he just pulls a random cinder block from, <laughs> from like, his that. collar. And it's, like, I was like, dude, is this, like, please don't do this more in the movie. And just hits this guy in the head with a cinder block. Yeah. Um... Fuck now, I lost my train of thought. Well, the guy that they asked that did you kill him? Yeah, they uh, you get to see like that guy's wife find him dead, dead as fuck, and she like walks past the bathroom that he's just laid up against the wall dead, and uh, there's something blurred out between his legs, and it's real fucking long. Yeah, and I thought, oh, Mizuki and Shu kill the dude, and then. Roll the towel up to look like his penis. That's what I thought. Just like making a goof. Yeah. Like they're having so much fun doing these hits. Now they're trying to make them funny. Which I thought, oh, damn, that is fucking hilarious. Um, But no, this man had a, how long would you say that penis was? Two foot easy. They kept it. I would almost say big. Well, yeah. But yeah, either way, you get to see this weird too long scene of the guy's wife crying and they've got she's got like the you know the shrine for him built 
and there's this giant pen- severed penis on a pillow that she un like it's covered up and she unveils like, unveils it and she's like holding it and cradling it and crying and it's all censored and you, I guess you see like a couple heavies standing around they're just like oh this is uncomfortable yeah like, everyone's really uncomfortable that this woman's mourning this guy's giant cock yeah. Um, but that's who they're trying to ask a little man about. Yeah, and they have a picture of him on the phone. Yeah, the wife, I guess, hired him or yeah. hired the three boy band crew. Um, at that point, that's how I took it because I forgot about. Oh yeah, I guess she is the one that hired him. Not, but they never come back to her ever again for the rest of the movie. No, There's a solid forty minutes left at that point. Yeah, she's just at home cradling a fucking giant severed dead penis, and it's real sad because her man is dead, and then. The little hitman is just like, no, I didn't fucking kill that guy. I don't even know that fucking guy. I didn't even think he was a hitman. I thought he was just a little guy. Well, that's why they asked him, though, like, did you do the hit on him? And he was like, when they had all their... For some reason, the, the boy band crew only connect con- or communicates with each other through text message cell phones for some reason. At, at first, because they do it they do it one time when they're in the car, and it's... Uh, uh, I think it's a black guy does now. I thought, oh, he's doing it because he doesn't speak. Japanese. Japanese or and the other two guys I assumed were Japanese or Chinese and maybe he didn't you know he just he's not gonna bother he's he's such a fucking hard ass he's not gonna bother to learn the fucking native language even though he probably lives there yeah um, but, but no. just straight up kill little assassin and he didn't do anything yeah and then we get this really cool like video game graphic of them three way shooting him yeah and the bullets like crisscross perfectly and come out perfectly which that's not how that would work but still i liked the uh the creativity yeah it was uh it's pretty funny because they even before they shoot them they once they realize they've got the wrong guy and they've all like looked at each other's phones like oh we got the wrong guy they all start laughing and they're just like nah fuck him yeah and uh Again, I thought maybe the little guy was going to have something more to do with the movie, but not so. No. Just, we had to see him walk down the street. And we then... needed to see him one more t- f- first before, I guess, they killed him. Yeah, like, that's what I like. You got him walking down the street and then getting confronted by them just to be like, I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Yeah. And then ganked in one of the most obscene, like, that one gave the Boondock Saints a run for their money from the back thing, remember? Yeah. How they'd shoot him in the back of the head. Like, I was like, good God. Yeah, this got its own video game-esque, like, 16-bit graphic. Which was cool. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, but after they do that, like, in Shu and Mizuki, I figured out that Shu is sick. And he's like, dude, let's, you know, fuck this hit, fuck this hit, let's leave. Because they're on the roof watching a window. Yeah. And Shu's eventually like, no, stop. Like, I don't want to spend any fucking money on me. All the money goes to the charity. And the kids and whatnot. And Mizuki's just kind of like, all right, whatever, man. And then Let she, me do this hit and we'll get out of here. Yeah, and she was like, look, the window, like, the light's on now. The, the target's here. And it's just like two randos that I guess they... They said they got paid money just to moon the window. Yeah, they're just rubbing their ass. The chick never pulls her pants down. She never pulled her pants down. Was, was, well, not her pants at all, because... I just remember the guy had his bare ass out, and I thought, window. and I thought, oh, cool, we'll at least get to see this chick's bare ass. We no, did not. No. And they're sitting there confused, and then they're like, oh, shit, we, we're in a trap. Yeah, we just got set up. And they Then get, this is where the flash forward came in from earlier. Yeah, where we see them getting shot and them shooting. They weren't shooting each other. They were shooting at the three hitman. So it was a three-on-two ambush. The three-boy band. Yeah, and uh, they all kind of get it. 
Yeah, everyone gets hit. No one gets out clean. And then all of a sudden, the, um, I think I can't remember who it is. If it's Shu or Mizuki, but they look at the the three hit the three other hitmen and they revert to their child forms, but they're still all bloodied up and shot up and shit. They got their gats still. Yeah. Then they all then the little kid versions of them stand up, and like I was hoping we'd get to see one of them gun down these child versions of them. We don't because Shu gets but up it, and just kills all three of them out of out of uh, yeah his stupor. Yeah, because they both. I mean, every, no one was walking away from this. Yeah, but, even uh, though two of them do walk away yeah. from it, like, and we got subverted again. Yeah, because like, we see Mizuki fall over, and Shu's like done talking, and just like leaned up against a rail and sliding uh, down. Slowly. Oh no, oh, no, Shu's face down on the ground because the whole time you can see his back, you can see him breathing, and then eventually Mizuki just kind of slumps over. And I took it as, oh, fuck, the mo- they're dead. And then, then I think one of us paw- like hit play to see how long, how much longer the movie was. And there was like 15 more minutes. And we're like, what? 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 Like, what's going on? can't be that long. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Uh, then just hard cut to them in a train. Yeah, just bloodied up, like. Cheesing. Cheesing. Oh, we're in the elderly seats. Yeah, because some old lady is like, are you okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. We're it, okay. It's not as bad as it looks. Yeah, and. It was like, oh shit, are they ghosts now? Yeah, because like, like I said, the ass, the cartoonish ass pull from the first movie. I was like, oh shit, like I'm not shocked now that they're ghosts. Yeah, and they're just wandering around. They're like, yeah, you know, we're ov- they're obviously going back to the island. Yeah, they're just doing their transit, if you will. Yeah, they took a train. Then get off the train. Get on the fucking. Uh, Mizuki's even polite enough to stop some people trying to take a picture. A girl taking a picture of her friend. He's like, no, y'all get in the picture, and they're shocked as hell because he's bleeding all out of his fucking chest. Yeah, and like, I at that point I realized like, oh shit, they they aren't fucking ghosts. Yeah, like they literally just survived that firefight. They just they just had to pass out for a little bit and walk it off. And because that that happens at nighttime. Yeah, and then where all this shit, then walking around bloodied up is during the day. And it's like, yeah, when they hard cut to the subway, it's broad daylight. Yeah, and it's like, holy fuck, like. They survive. Like, how have they? I don't know. I was just like, how have they lived this fucking long? Yeah, because they got ventilated. Because they even get back to the ferry that goes back to the island, and they just get a bowl of noodles each, and are just chilling out. Yeah, they got to eat them the right way: noodles, juice, and then the tofu. Yeah, and then Mizuki passes out. He's talking about like baby hands. He's like, man, (laughs) babies are cool. He's like, I like their little fists. Yeah. And then, then he just kind of slowly slumps over and shoes like, oh, you always had to be first. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, shit, the movie's over. But it's fucking not because shoes dragging Mizuki's dead ass or passed out, we don't know, Yeah, up up the hill that they used to go hang out on. They, oh, yeah, we, we forgot to mention that. There is a great just landscape shot in this that looks really cool, like at the top of this hill on this island. Yeah, like oh, we yeah. both comment how pretty it was. It was very pretty, um, but yeah, uh, Shu carries Mizuki, and they go and they also revert to their childhood forms again with the blood, with the blood still, and as they're happily walking up the mountain like they used to do as they when they were kid or children. Yeah, and Shu's just talking to Mizuki, like, "Do you think we're going to heaven?" I don't think Mizuki says it. Oh, I, I thought he said something about like, "Where do you think we're going?" or something. 
Yeah, well, we get a shot of them both laying down on the hill, and it's like, okay, they've obviously succumbed to their wounds at this point. Um, and then we get a shot of Koei bringing his child home, and it's just like, oh, shit, did they both resurrect as the baby? Yeah, or it was Takashi, or I was like, or it's Takashi laughing. I was like, see, nothing bad happened to that baby, y'all. I got you. Yeah, and we didn't get a weird fucking crazy shit in the last five seconds. Yeah. We just got a little baby balling his little fist up, being a baby. And they kind of went out in a kind of westerny way, if you will. Yeah. Just kind of laying there. Like, they became, like, two hombres or outlaws or something. Yeah. And I guess found some sort of redemption. Yeah, because, I mean... I guess a couple years of them doing charity hits would probably make up for not all the bad shit they did, but a portion of it. They're trying to even out the Car- scale. Karmatically. Yeah, they're trying to even the scale out for they went. Maybe not legally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... Compa- a somber film. Yeah, compared to the first movie, this is such a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah. There's no women drowning in shit pools. Um, there's no fucking 15-foot-long lines of coke. Uh, there's no massive... Well, I mean, there was some blood, but... Yeah, there's some bloodshed. That was still there, but... Yeah, but um, it wasn't... Yeah, just one No one grief. running with grenades and diving into cars. Yeah, none no of No ripping your arm off like Piccolo, either. Yeah, no shit. But... I still like certain things about the first one. That knee catch was still dope. Oh, yeah, no, I like I said, I, I really enjoyed the first movie... Up until the last 10 seconds. Yeah. But this movie, I liked all the way through. Like, it was very nice. It was, act- you get action, drama, comedy. It's, it's super good. And yeah. I'm wondering, what the fuck is the third one going to be like? And I guess we both, which I know a little bit about the third one, but I have not seen it all. I can only attest to seeing, like, the last 10, 15, 20 minutes. And I heard there might be a penile robot. Oh, yeah. Because I did read the blurb for the third one, and it literally just the first first sentence. Future. It, it's set in the future. It's cy- cyberpunk future. But I think it's safe to say if we ever do find the third one, we're going to watch it. Yes, I really uh, do. You can't rent these on Amazon. Well, at least I tried looking. Yeah. As of this I, ha- I, I haven't looked. I-, I wanted just to see. Like I was like, this would be worth four bucks. The third one, at least. Yeah, I was thinking like, and again, fuck the ads. Yeah. On Pulp. Sorry, Pulp. Yeah, sorry, Pulp. But It's no- taking us two like hours and ten minutes to watch. Like This one was short in the first one. Yeah. By like ten minutes, and it still took us like two hours to fucking watch the movie. Yeah. Like, unless you want to pay fucking Midnight Pulp whatever amount of money they're asking. I, couldn't ima- I can't imagine it's much. I can't either, but I'm like you. I love my free streaming services. Yeah, and it's just like, damn, dude. And don't- I pay for enough anyway. And actually, we can compare it, because me and Fletcher, a, a future... A future episode we we are going to do. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of it. We watched that movie originally on Midnight Pulp. Not that many ads. Not that many ads. Still a lot of ads. We found it last night again. For with, a rewatch. With Hudson. And we watched it on, on Tubi. Tubi. Way less ads. Like maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Maybe. Max. Yeah, it didn't feel like the ads were adding time adding time to the or fucking... substantial amount, but... uh, Yeah. Fuck, man, you want to rate this one? Get out of here at 43 minutes. Fuck. Um, I didn't realize we went this long. I, I'm going to give it a perfect score. Fuck it, I'll give it a 10, too, because like I said, I was getting a lot of uh, the killer vibes off this hard, which and I how, love that. And movie. how long have you been waiting to watch this one? 
This one I just couldn't fucking find even on Kazaa back in the day. So 21, 20 years maybe. Yeah. And, and the third one too. Like I just happened to stumble in the last 20 minutes of that third one. Yeah. And was like, what the fuck? But I'd seen the first one, so whatever. Yeah. I and would... I, I'm surprised this one didn't have a crazy ending with just my knowledge of the first one and the little last bit of the third one. Yeah. But um, um, all in all, my, I would say he was echoing, Takashi was echoing some John Woo vibes and maybe even a little Leon in there, too, because uh, they were sympathetic hitmen. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a good, wholesome movie. Yeah. A good, wholesome and before we movie from the man that made Terraformers. Yes. <laughs> Which I did like that movie. Yeah, we forgot to mention it last time. We... Last time we did Dead or Alive. I was like, oh, shit. And also, too, um, I uh, think we'll do in the future another one. Is there a Takashi Mike we, we've done before, though, that we're... Because uh, we went over some shit. The other yeah, time. I looked at his his filmography. Um, we hadn't done Zebra Man. Haven't done Zebra Man. Uh, we had done Terraformers. He... He did audition. There's Gozu, yeah. Which we would like to one do of those. More. One of those two, we we will be watching soon, and then we will make an episode on at some point. We won't tell you which, but there is one of his I do want to find, and I don't even give a shit if we do it for the podcast or not. Which one is it? It's a uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is Unbreakable Part 1. Okay. He made a fucking JoJo movie. Animated or live action? Oh, it's live action, oh, baby. God. I know he's like... I- I'll-, I'll pull it up whenever we hop off air, because it looks... Dope. So fucking cool. I know he, like, has done a fuck ton. Like, he's consistently worked his entire career. Like... Oh, yeah. His-, his filmography is insane. But, or just from the range, because you get, like, crazy-ass gritty violence. Like Something like this that's kind of way tamer. Yeah, but then you get like audition, Superman, Superman Terraformers. Uh, then there's like the magical girl fucking shit. looking anime live action shit. Uh, there was a bunch of there's several dramas. I I've heard he's he did a bunch of dramas too in Japan. Uh, his work's very. I've heard someone describe him once, and I don't know who this was, but his range and work is like schizophrenic almost to a degree. Yeah, and I'm like, I think that yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, because it seems like he can make any type of movie he wants, and he's done a bunch of comedies too. Yeah, I could. Um, I knew that. I remember seeing action comedy or something comedy, and it's like, oh well, you know. Which I mean, this I mean, this one had a couple laughs in it, even. Yeah, like, but I, I wouldn't go so far to call oh, not it a comedy, comedy no, at all. Not saying that at all. But, yeah, but there was one little part we both gave a little chuckle to, that gut shot. When the fisherman's telling him that story about both of them as kids. Oh yeah, he he's in, yeah he's and he in, starts actually hitting the guy telling a story to, and he just fucking hits him in the solar plexus with his knee. And he's like, "Chill the fuck out, man, telling your story." Yeah, but uh, you want to flap out of here with our wings and get out of here, Bubba? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, we'll see everyone in the third, <laughs> dead or alive. That's the sound of my wings beating. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Bye.